back and we 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 and we back and we back Welcome to the show. We back. I'm Presby Bard. With me tonight is at Gearhardus B. Hello. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> you That's know we went so been. long without it. We did. Yeah. We need one of those chalkboards that said so long <laughs> yeah, since our z- last accident. Zero, zero days zero. now <laughs> since our last introduction accident from Gearhardus. Say hello, Gearhardus. Hello, hello. Good to have you back in my office. Also with us tonight in his hoodie and slippers. Looking a little exhausted, but ready to go tonight, is at Bourbon Ghost. Hey guys, how you doing? Did I peg it correctly? Yeah, actually, the house shoes and the hoodie are really just because I live so close. I'm a big fan of the house shoes. I'm looking for some just like that. As a matter of fact, I have some house shoes, but they kind of look like clown shoes. They're too big. I have big. some just like that. I'm I want really some wishing I had a loafer own. style like. Yeah, that. you can wear these in public if you really. Oh yeah. Commit to it. People don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Especially nice. in well, there's a company that like makes Walmart. them for yeah. outside uh, Minnetonka moccasins. Plug them. Hit us up, Minnetonka Moccasins. <laughs> yeah, well, if you want, yeah, if you want to, yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to sponsor, send us a pair. Uh, what was it, Minnetonka? Min- Min- Minnetonka Moccasins. Yeah, yeah, so. Minnetonka Moccasins. If you want to want to hit us up with a pair, we'll uh, we'll tell you we'll tell you all about our genuine favorite. leather elk. You know, we'll do a live ad. Yeah, we'll we'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it for real. Is this is this a real thing? Yes, it's a real company. I don't know if they have any internet advertising, but we should probably say their name. You say correctly. it's elk leather. I mean, they have elk. They have all kinds of you know strange. Yeah, exotic. Uh, how did you pronounce skins. it at first? Min- Minnetonka, I think. No, M- no, we got to say it right. Minnetonka. Minnet. Okay. Yeah. Is it Minnetonka? Yeah, that's the, that's the city of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, I just thought yeah. it might be something else. Yeah. Moxon, okay, yeah. I knew the city of Minnesota, but I was just letting him go because I, I thought it might be different. Let's look it up. <laughs> I think we're we're doing a full on ad now. <laughs> what would be great is this is like the community style uh, ad with like Honda and Subway, where you don't think that we're <laughs> sponsored already. But we actually are. <laughs> I wish we were. We need to start. We need to start looking into some sponsors. Yeah, it's it's, it's Minnetonka. It's okay. Minnetonka moccasins. Minnetonka moccasins. Hit us up, Minnetonka mo- moccasins. I'm sure someone from that company listens to this show, and we would love to have you sponsor. I don't have any myself. Do you have some, Gearhart? Yeah, I have one pair at the house. They're really like, good. What moccasins. kind of price range are we talking? I mean, about we're here? talking about eighty two ninety five. Anywhere, anywhere from eighty two ninety five to a hundred. But these are you got to think these, these are house are, shoes. They're gen- no, these are you wear them outside or, oh. in, or inside. Essentially that, but genuine leather soles and. Tops. Are they all uh, puffy on the? I mean, are they all like uh, fluffy on the inside like that, or are they regular shoes? No, they're. Oh no, they're they're soft leather. They're not. Uh, My mom had a pair when I was a kid, and they look legit like Sacagawea shoes. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's no. What these I don't like. want those. I want some house shoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that, just like that. Honestly, we'll have some Eddie Bauer ones like that that are pretty good. Eddie you know, Bauer, Eddie Bauer's underrated company. They Eddie, really are. Eddie Bauer, hit us up if you need. <laughs> Eddie Bauer isn't. I haven't. I haven't heard anyone get uh, sponsored by Eddie Bauer. Yeah, seriously, they need to get in the podcast ad game. <laughs> I think this would be a good yeah. one. That's the, a very them. good da- dad, dad Christmas gifts. Yeah. Oh Eddie my goodness, LL Beam or Eddie Eddie Bauer all day. Quality. We're all about quality now, people. We are. When was the last time we recorded? Mm, I want to say it was at least five weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good thing is, is there's nothing's really happened since then. So. We didn't miss anything. And in all seriousness, nothing really has happened. It has been a probably one of the more boring three or four week stretches of the of twenty twenty. Yeah. Which I'm I'm probably okay. I guess yeah. I guess the only thing that's been happening is cases have been going up. Yeah. 
even with mass mandates, I can't believe it. Shocking. Which kind of puts you in a weird place because you don't know what to. At least, I, I mean, I, I could, I, I come back, I go back with the people and they say the case thing. I say, well, okay, but you know, cloth masks aren't effective. Uh, I think they'd make it worse. Yeah, or even even that, even say it's make it work. But even then, it's like where else? I, I just don't know what to go. You know, you I can't I, really go any. Somebody made a great point the other day to me. Early on, when they mentioned, like the CDC mentioned, we should not be wearing masks. Like mm-hmm. the very first, yeah, they do not when we were all buying yeah. in '95. Yeah, because that we can't fit them properly. Allegedly, when people, we, when people we knew were getting shut down by yeah. eBay. <laughs> yeah, because we because we don't know how to fit them properly. Right, and if you actually go and look at. Uh, dentist offices, uh, surgeons, like people who work in a lot of hospitals, they're not really getting it because they do know how to fit it correctly. Yeah. Which actually is very interesting because that's the, the very first thing they told us and then they went back on it. Yeah. Oh, so is that your take now? Is that, that's that's it, my it, take is that if you have an N95 and, it, and it's fitted properly, it probably is preventing it. I think the only thing that can help, prob- if, if anything helps, is the N95, and it's a, a properly fitted yeah. N95 probably does. I think the cloth masks, for the reasons that they might help, are also, like the only study we actually have on this show that cloth masks actually make it worse. Yeah. So I'm not just saying that. Yeah. I mean, right. like my own you know thing. I mean, they show that it actually makes it makes people more sick and it would it kind of makes sense right anecdotally because if they do help at all what they help is in trapping yeah the droplets from going out well that means where do they stay so if you have anything contagious if you have anything you're not expelling it you're keeping it and you're recirculating that as you go throughout your day for hours on end so you have so whenever you might have had a chance of not getting it you're going to get so much exposure to it it's got me in this weird illogical place where I'm still wearing the cloth mask just so people like if I let, let's say if I go in somewhere I know I'm gonna have to wear a mask yeah then I'm gonna do the gator even though I know it doesn't do any doesn't help it could possibly even be making me more sick yeah especially this time of year it could make you sick with other things not mm-hmm. not COVID but too, I'm just not gonna know. carry around a paper mask and put have it you on. seen the where are you where do you go that you have to wear a mask in our area these days I mean I know people are doing it but I have never been told to leave or put one on anywhere oh, that I've been. Oh, gotcha. There have been a couple of places where I just choose not to because I know that people are going to, I don't Get know, like coffee shops and stuff like the, that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that there know. is one coffee shop that will mm-hmm. tell you when you walk in to yeah. leave. Really? Around here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're the one you like? Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, that's, 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 actually, that's, that's actually the place I was thinking of. Yeah. I, that's all that's I That's the place I went know. the other day for breakfast, and I wore, wore mine in because it said it on the door, no no mask, <laughs> listen, no entry. Listen, that is all I needed to know to just confirm yeah. everything I've all, always yeah. said about no, that No, I mean, place. fair enough. But it's actually, if, if there's a handwritten sign, you know they're serious. If it's <laughs> printed off from the internet, they're just... Especially the Alabama one, which yeah. is we ask that you mask. Yeah. Which I, Especially I if it's right phrase. next to a Black Lives Matter sign, and then you know they really... Was that at that place? Uh, oh, racial justice. Me, yes. Really? Yeah. Why do y'all like them but so I, much? I don't. I, I mean, but oh. I don't know. I mean, d- downtown, if you live as close to downtown as I do, they're really, I don't want to go. I would rather go there than Starbucks. Yeah, but there's better coffee down the road. D- yeah, we usually go there. Okay. That's all I'm saying. But that being said, there are things. Mostly saying that to trigger BG, <laughs> although it is better coffee. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm just. Neither one have great coffee, in my opinion. But oh, I don't agree. Oh, you like? Uh, and <laughs> you have to bleep that. Okay. Uh, the uh, yeah, the yeah, it's actually good. Last I've time I will say this, I've got coffee 
I, I hate people that that have a coffee bean company. I'm actually going to give y'all a bag, by the way, before you leave. Don't okay. let me forget. Yeah, I won't. Um, but uh, that that have been there that are like, yeah, it's it's legit. Okay. I actually watched a video this week on uh, sort of coffee sommeliers, and I'm I'm feel I feel more educated now. Basically, ninety percent of Americans are drinking just absolute trash coffee. Oh all yeah, the time. for sure. We've been conditioned to 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 think bad coffee is actually good. For sure. Like we actually like. Or we actually think it's good because we're so used to it, and it's yeah. actually terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess I spend. I, I know I spend more on coffee, I guess, than like the average person because the average person buys the the huge thing container Folgers or something do. like that. Well, I'm saying than the average person, not like y'all, but I'm saying more no. I'm than saying I think you spend more. I think you spend less than your average college student does. Yeah, on I'm coffee. talking about the boomers and stuff, though. I'm talking Maybe about for coffee then, at home. Yeah, but they're all into Keurig and stuff now, and that well, stuff costs a lot of that's, money. That's true. Good point. Compared mm-hmm. to, I mean, Good think point. about think about what we buy. At least what I buy. Good whole bean coffee is probably you know fifteen dollars a pound. Yeah, fifteen dollars a pound, and they're buying you know ten k yeah. cups for nine ninety. You're right. I was thinking yeah. more of like the big containers mm-hmm. of like Folgers or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Most people are going with the Keurig kind of method instead of the big pots of or the Nespresso coffee. is yeah. even more expensive right yeah that's a good oh, it's point it's crazy expensive it's mm-hmm. like $300 mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to have one of those mostly to uh, make other stuff but anyway because yeah. they, they're a useful little machine to do different stuff but anyway. we have one but I don't use it anymore I don't even know where it is yeah. but I think I got it for Christmas one year or something but I mean I, I, I'm i coming to this conundrum with coffee it's the same conundrum if, that if you make steaks even you even when you with the uh, um sous vide mm-hmm. i'm sure like when you go to a, a media when you have a mediocre steak at a restaurant it's just like you can't get good steak exactly that's honestly you, i've sort of resigned myself to really only wanting to eat out for sushi mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's about the only thing that i can't make better can you not make the same argument for coffee though yes like the, totally yes, I, yes, I would yeah. rather have my own coffee mm-hmm. yeah i get what you're saying yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry i kind of skipped ahead because i thought your point no. was assumed but you're right we should hammer that home is that, yeah, coffee, like, I would just rather have what I want. I honestly am not a huge espresso drink fan anyway. I mean, I can I can drink different stuff like a like an Americano or something mm-hmm. like that, and I might if I'm out. But And if I'm at a coffee shop, that's usually what I get is something like that, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I like yeah, strong yeah. black coffee, so I get, like, an Americano or, or something. I don't really want, like, a latte or, or anything. My, fa- the, my favorite coffee shop experiences really are more about the experience and less about the flavor of the coffee, if you know what I mean. I do. Um, like some cool some cool coffee shops that I've been to. It's kind of the same way with a brewery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah like same. it's a lot more about the experience. Like, you know, I can, sometimes you're like, oh man, that actually was, that yeah. beer was something special. But most of the time, it, nowadays, craft beer has gotten so widespread that you're going to kind of get the same, there's going to be one of four things that you know you can drink there mm-hmm. of a style of, of beer and you just get it and it's it's fine. It's never, mm-hmm. it, it's somewhere washes in the middle of what you've had. You like it, but it's more about what's the brewery like. Are you in a city you want to, you know, do it yeah. or who are you hanging out with? Or It's a taste thing too because I know I like the the light roast. I, I've got a, and almost everywhere is over roasted. I've got a take for you. Okay. And I, wanna, I want your reaction on this. Blue Moon and Sam Adams are two beer what starbucks is to coffee and that it's actually a good thing because as bad as they are or as mediocre as they are they are actually the catalyst for what came after so it's kind of hard to hate them yeah um 
You think they're the catalyst for craft beer? Mm-hmm. Blue Moon, Blue Moon was one of the was uh, from some of the stuff I've I've watched was kind of the catalyst in the early two thousands. At least the the larger it was catalyst explosion. for myself getting into craft yeah. beer. But. Yeah, to get away from the Bud Light and Coors of the yeah. world, I guess. Yeah, yeah. St- like sense. Starbucks came along in the seventies, and they were the best thing in the world when they came along because there was just nothing else, mm-hmm. like even close to it. And they're not good now. But it opened the door for people to realize, like, I've been drinking, like, Folgers is actually trash. Right. And it kind of opened the door for them to realize, like, maybe But most people don't like it for that reason. Yeah, the not flavor. now. Yeah, because now they drink, like, iced Frappuccinos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. People get, like, the uh, the milkshakes at McDonald's and say they're getting coffee. And yeah. it's like, that's that's not yeah. co- it's not coffee. And I'm not even, like, a snob. Yeah. I mean, I like what I like, and I think I, I, think I have good taste, but I'm not, I don't care. You can drink whatever you yeah. want to drink. But, yeah, to your point, though, Gearhardis, Kind of, I'm kind of getting this way with all this stuff, and I think I think COVID has made it a little bit this way because it's kind of ruined some of the uh, entertainment type things that we used to do more yep. often, and I've made it. It's sort of made me realize I don't really need them at all, and how much money they were costing me, and how much uh, it was way more about things that were not related to that specific restaurant or that specific yeah. coffee shop or that specific you know wine bar. It wasn't about that. It was about, you know, the people that you're hanging out with, and and yes. you can do it just as easily at home, mm-hmm. and, and it's the way we have done in society for proven, a long time. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just really, really, this has really been our bar for the last. Yeah, yeah, has, bit. at least it's it been has. my bar for the last it little has. bit getting together. It, and it's actually out. really there's something very satisfying about preparing a meal for somebody else that actually tastes good. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. pride in it, and you also are excited to serve it to them. And there's something really fun about it. And it's just even if it's just your family too. Yeah, that's for sure. It really is. It's like we had supper tonight, and it's mm-hmm. like, where would you have gotten that? No, y'all had chili, right? Yeah, yeah. And Mexican yeah, cornbread. Mexican yeah, cornbread. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to get that. I mean, and I mean, it's it's way better than what we would have gotten yeah. anywhere else that serves chili around here, mm-hmm. or Mexican cornbread, mm-hmm. and it was way cheaper. It the, what stri- what c- comes to mind is what you were talking about one one week about some of the newer golf equipment, which is that it's just soulless. Yeah. Like you've That's just, exactly right. It's just soulless. It doesn't have, it doesn't have any it, nostalgic. It has turned. So this no, is you, kind of a golf nerdy thing, but like, it, golf has turned into everybody being a track man, which is like the thing that measures your, your ball flight and your ball speed and your smash factor absolutely, and absolutely. all that. Kind of, so it's all, all like, oh, as soon as they hit it, as soon as people hit it, they don't even phones. watch the ball mm-hmm. anymore. They just go because they're like, oh man, I killed that, mm-hmm. you know. And oh my, you know my smash factor or my my carry, and it's like, but like you know links golf, which would be like Scottish, you know golf, and actually, when the ball hit the ground and started rolling, that's when you had to watch because you didn't know what was about to happen. That was where the excitement was, like firm ground yes. where you you don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. to the ball. You can't just carry it and stop it in the air, you know, mm-hmm. which is what American golf is, especially now pro golf. They just can hit it to a spot, and they're so good. That's why golf is boring now is because they hit it so high in the air, drop it to the ground. There's no wind anywhere they play, and the greens are soft. Everything's soft because they have to keep it green and irrigated because everything's got to look like Augusta, and it just the ball stops. Whereas no, you go to no Scotland. Wor- no worm burners. Yeah, and you go to Scotland, and they all, all the pros get mad 
and stuff because they can't control their ball once it gets on the ground. <laughs> the ball still the ball's going to roll for another 50, 75 yards. That's the funnest. That's it, that's, so that's fun, the best part. Though. That's the best part, and it's gone. There's no there's no soul anymore. There's no you know there's no like artistry mm-hmm. to to it anymore. It's yeah. a complete you know baseball has gotten that way, mm-hmm. and and that's what we've talked about before. Like when business, we're really getting random with our conversation here, but that's okay. It's been a while. We're yeah, just talking talk, about the soulless point. Yeah, about with golf with clubs. business yeah. and with like um, data. As much as as much as that grows into sports, teams are going to make the correct decisions for business and for for what the data tells them to do. But they are not the best decisions for the entertainment value of the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where pro sports. Yeah. That's why pro sports are getting lame now. Yeah. Is because you know, take for instance, this is the best example I can think of. You take how free agency in sports. You know, used to when I say Chipper Jones, what do you say? Braves. Yeah. When I say. Uh, Mariano Rivera, what do you say? Yankees. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, it's easy. Derek Jeter, yeah. Yankees. Yeah. It's like, there were people, that's who they are. Now, you know, when I say Michael Jordan, what do you say? Bulls. Yeah, right? It's easy. Yeah. Larry Bird, Celtics, Magic Johnson, Lakers. Yeah. All right? When I say LeBron James. Yeah. When I say Kevin Durant. When I say Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Who, y- there's nobody. When I yeah. say Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Who do you, I don't right? know where he's at right such now. a good reflection <laughs> like, of our society. Like that's it, right? It? Yeah. And the reason is because everybody, the way, because it's gotten to be such big business, everybody is making the correct decision. The player's making the right decision. The the clubs, the, the teams are making the right decision. But it is bad for the entertainment. The same thing, like you look at the brawls that used to happen in the NBA in the 80s, you know, in the late, when the, when the Pistons, the, mm-hmm. the bad boys and the Celtics would play. Well, like, they could do that then because they weren't making but like $800,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about everybody out there is making at least $10 million a year. You knock somebody out and you've just cost them and their family some serious mm-hmm. money. So you can't do it anymore. So they're making the correct decision not to take a charge, not to really put their body on the line. But it makes it a worse entertainment product mm-hmm. in the long run. And baseball's got this going on too with all the, the free agency but also with the shifts. Mm-hmm. So they're making the right decision. <laughs> like it's correct. You should shift. You should not stand in those positions. It doesn't make any sense. These guys cannot hit the ball to the opposite field against good pitching consistently. You need to play the odds. But it's, you know, pretty lame to watch. Even to the point of home runs, where yeah. launch angle is so important now. Like a home run used to be this a magical yeah. thing. And now anybody with, that can figure out launch angle can go hit 50 home runs. Yeah. And it's and they can bat 180 doing it. Yeah, it's not exactly. A, it's and that's not the fun. thing. That's what they should do statistically. Yeah. Yeah. They should strike out more. Because if they're going to shift, you should strike out more and hit more home runs than yeah. you should have ten years ago, mm-hmm. because of all the. And so they're making the right decisions, but it is a horrible entertainment product, and there's no soul. soul. It's yeah, all data driven. Mm-hmm. And as much as I get it, but like but, I coach and I, I use that those same kind of things, but of course it's totally different. But at like a high school. Don't high you school think level. our society is? It's just finding ways to suck the soul out of almost everything. Like it it that, is though, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Is that like. Everything that we do is that way mm-hmm. now. You know, it's obviously I use the superlative everything we do, but yeah, society is is intending to to take the soul out of everything. I mean, look at movies, man. I mean, you can't make any movies anymore that take any no. chances because yeah. there's too much on the line and there's too much money to be made by making a boring <laughs> superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I took that from. Mm-hmm. Community, mm-hmm. <laughs> the closer those? those boring <laughs> Marvel movies. <laughs> Whenever they say that, 
but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get quiet. Yeah, those, <laughs> you know, uh, so that's the only reason I said that. So I apologize for my language, but I was quoting. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I don't know how we even got off on that. We're, we're just we talking, started this talking about something coffee, current events, co- well, and then we went way off on it. This is more interesting anyway. I'm getting tired of current it, events. It went from masks to coffee shops to coffee shops that's to right. things that have soul. That's too. right. That's right. It, now we should talk about it machine even goes builds. to food that way though. Like food, food is the same way. I know we kind of talked about that too, but like we tried a lo- the other local pizza place last night. Yeah, yeah. And or you said it was good though. Ago. It was good. It was really good actually. I, I would even throw it up there with the other two we've talked about. Okay, really good. Um, what's interesting is that every local pizza place reheated or cold the next day is nowhere near as good as a chain's cold or reheated right. the next day, which is because they yeah. make the wrong choices. With ingredients, they don't they don't use the fake stuff. Yeah, with the preservatives, which is what the chains use, which is what makes it taste good up front, right? And taste good in the long run. But like our favorite place, probably my least favorite pizza in the world. If it's the next day, yeah, horrible. But it's all about the choices they make up front because it's the right one. It's got soul in the beginning. That's right. And they don't they don't use the the wrong ingredients that are going to make it not. It's it's for that day. Yeah, they make it so you eat it that day. Yeah, and all a lot of food is that way. That's the way food should be. Yeah, I don't know. We were overly complex, overly complicating things. It sounds like everything that we've griped about has been because because people are adding to it, like people are adding to or overly complex. Like essentially, oh, I see. Like not, the, like not the, are yeah. we overcomplicating? No, no, like, the no, like people <laughs> overly complicate things. Someone made that this analogy, actually talking about like worship, in the fact that worship, even though like if you were chanting the psalms. That's a lot less complex than singing, you know, Fanny Crosby or whatever. But for people, it's such a radically drastic thing. And the comparison is like if you grew up eating all day, you, uh, you know, your whole life growing up eating quarter pounders, and you switch to a food that has three or four in- fresh ingredients, mm-hmm. it seems like a downgrade. But really, it's a return to something better. Mm-hmm. You know what? So I guess I'm, what I'm saying is. It's like we've over because of efficiency or whatever we're trying to seek, we've overcomplicated everything. Oh, I used to the to, point that it's soulless. Yeah, I used to think actual Mexican food was bad because I was conditioned for Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. well, as a kid, like the first time I had a real taco, I thought it was trash. I think that's actually a great point. By the way, our local amazing Mexican this. place is back open. Which one is? Our amazing local place. Oh, nice. With the tamales, nice. they're back. I went there today. Nice. It's so good. I need to try it's, the tamales. You know, tamales are huh? incredibly... They took a while to reopen. I know. That's something you can't make at home, actually. I mean, you tamale. could, you could yeah, yeah, but mole, mole and all that's very hard to make. A lot of trouble. My um, sister-in-law is like... I'm going to give him it sound racist. I think she's Honduran. She's okay. one of those. One of those. And uh, But her the grandparents are full-on. Both of them are 100%. And they still like make uh, tamales. Mm-hmm. And they sure talk they about it's, like a, it's an all-day affair. You know? Isn't, isn't that funny? If somebody had, like, was talking about you and they said... He's like from Alabama. He's like one of those southern. They states. pretty much do that. It's okay. I don't yeah. care. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. No, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. That wouldn't close me at all. Yeah, I'm not from Georgia, but it's close enough. Yeah, somewhere in the south. Yeah. Uh, it's it is pretty much all. The Maybe same. Mississippi. That. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't really know what the answer is to to this. Like the sports thing, I think is going to turn around because I think the the money is going to go away. It's I think it's a bubble. Yeah, but because it's all coming from TV money, and I think that's going to burst at some point. It's just people are not. It's clear by the ratings. Mm-hmm. It's not what it used to be mm-hmm. in ten years ago. And I mean, even like I mean, we're. I mean, I went to Alabama, and I like I, 
I'm I'm bored watching Alabama play yeah. football. It's terrible. I'm bored, and I know that sounds. I know that comes from a place of privilege, and I'm going to apologize <laughs> for my privilege here because the last 13 years have been really truly something else. Mm-hmm. And I I remember the not those days, but those days were kinda more fun than these days. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? You know so, what I'm there saying? There's something on the line. Now, now those Even first few those days first were hard, but they were <laughs> yeah. But you know, they were fun that, though. That Florida game that in 05 was amazing. <laughs> other than RIP pro throw. But other than that, but and then of course, like and then like those first few years, you know, when we won the mm-hmm. national championship and the you know the next one a couple years later, and like those were still amazing. Yes. But now that you've done it so much, and it's like all the rest of it feels like all the rest of college football has gotten so diluted and not competitive anymore yeah. with like the top two or three. I mean, if you're not Clemson or Alabama, yep. and then like maybe Georgia once in a while, or there'll be one other team like Oklahoma for a year, and then you know yeah. there'll be one, but pretty much Clemson and Alabama. It's boring. Let me ask you this: Do you think part of that is because you watch Alabama and it kind of frustrates you that? As good as Nick Saban is as a head coach, he's probably the best college football coach of all time. Yeah, he's also kind of wasting wasting his talents as a college <laughs> football coach. No, I mean I know what you're saying, and that is what's special about Saban. I've said all along, if Kirby Smart, I've stole this from a friend of mine. If if Kirby Smart was not a football coach, he would be like doing driver's ed and coaching high school football somewhere. Yeah. If Saban wasn't a football coach, he would be the CEO of like yeah. some yeah. of one of the yeah. big. Like he's not just special as a coach; he's like a special. Yeah person in being a leader of an organization yeah. you know but most football coaches are not like Dabo Sweeney would be coaching high school football somewhere and doing PE yeah. like he's not a yeah. he's a meathead football coach that's different mm-hmm. and what Saban has done is he's kind of ruined college football because everybody has gone after that and so now the number 16 versus number 24 team game literally means nothing yeah. anymore yeah. And we're, it used to be exciting. We're like you would, the reform. You tune in, uh, like I would watch Paul, yeah, it. Paul <laughs> yeah, I would tune in to watch it for fun as a mm-hmm. neutral. Mm-hmm. And now it it means nothing. And that's not just the COVID year. That's yeah. that's any year. You know, the last few years that game means nothing. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah, I remember. I don't even know. It was maybe under Shulo. Alabama hadn't been ranked in a year or two, and we finally made like the top. 25 we yes. were like 23 and I was yes. like this is amazing yes I totally we're like, a top 25 we started team. the the year Saban's second year when we beat Clemson in that first game mm-hmm. we were 25th mm-hmm. and only Alabama like, fans can relate to this <laughs> and I was like we're 25th yeah this is amazing it meant something it used to, be ranked. to mean something yeah and it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. anymore and that's what I'm saying the whole all of these all of these entertainment things and that's why honestly I think the inner the where the fun's gonna be, this is the white pill of this whole thing. Where the fun is gonna be sports wise is gonna be back in your local community. It's gonna cycle yeah. back around idea. to yeah. the where it went. You're gonna start to care more about like the high school baseball games going on, the high school basketball football games going on in your area, this that sort of stuff because that's where the passion is now. Like college yeah. football is doesn't even have the passion anymore. It used to after mm-hmm. pro got big business, but now college is such big business. Mm-hmm. You know, another point on the whole people making a decision that's the right decision. People should sit out board uh, bowl games. Yeah, that absolutely. are going to be pros. That's the correct business sure. decision, but it is the bad entertainment yes. decision. Yes. So that's going to lead to something bad for the sport. So you go to high school. That's not that way anymore. Nobody mm-hmm. it's still got the passion. You know, your local communities, that's going to be, you know those kids, you know the people around, you know the families. And that has sort of gotten dilapidated over the last 10 years mm-hmm. because everybody's focus has been on the big, flashy 
college or pro stuff, and I really think it's going to come back around to being more yeah. community. Mm-hmm. I think a year like this is actually kind of expedited. Everything's going to come yeah, back around. I agree. Because it, it kind of I forces so. you to yeah. pay attention locally, and locally is one of the only places that you can go. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen, I think. And locally is really all that matters, isn't it? <laughs> it yeah. is, and yeah. I think that's what's going to happen generally, like you were saying, yeah. right mm-hmm. your hardest yeah. is that not just... It's not just like, sports, everything. It's going to be... Like, I actually had a goal this year that I'm only going to buy Christmas gifts for my whole family from a local business. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if I told y'all that or not, but that, yeah, that's, my wife did that too. I'm going to see if I can do that. Right. Like, so if I want, if I know I want to get them something, I'm going to see if I can find it from a local shop, mom and pop somewhere and, yeah. and not ever go into a big box. Mm-hmm. And then I, th- I think what I'm going to try to do in 2021, like kind of as a goal is to do that with everything. Yeah. So it's like very when I want, possible when I want hardware, I'm going to the hardware store down, yeah. down the street. Yeah, because it's there. It's so yeah. I'm I might pay three dollars. I mean, more. and there's also buying who gives used. A, who gives being, a crap? Yeah. Bu- buying used is also. I mean, yeah, used locally is yeah. what I mean. And, and I know this good. isn't really incentive, but one of my favorite things about going to that place is I've been going to that place so much now that they give me ten percent off every time I go. Yeah, see, because I'm a local because co- I'm a constant customer. Yes, Lowe's would never do that. No, it's like the the thing. Like I had a thing come up with. Are with we talking a, about? Yeah, in downtown. Yeah, yeah, downtown here where we live. Okay. Yeah, there's a hardware store there. I don't know if you've. Oh yeah, they, they sell pocket knives and stuff. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like probably like case knives yeah. and yeah. all that. Yeah. They're like a dealer. They got yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Like, it's a great it's place. Good. That's actually yeah. a, an enjoyable experience. Yeah, it is. You actually enjoy it. It's a. I walk in every time I walk in. They ask how they can help me, and I don't. There's some things I don't know, and they know where it is. Every it's time. like our barber yeah. shop. It's, it's awesome. I look forward yeah. to going to the barber shop. Yep. Same, yep. same, same thing. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. Took my son this morning. You know, to get a haircut. It's an experience. Yeah, and so like it's. It's that way with, I'm going to try to do that with more stuff, yeah. you know, is, is I think we found out that legitimately we've experienced this. We've been sort of fortunate through this whole pandemic that we, we've been relatively undisturbed relatively in our lives. I mean, yeah. we have, but we're not locked down like you are in, in, in other places. We're not even like mask mandates and stuff. I mean, we have a statewide max mask mandate, but like locally, there's not a lot of militant enforcement certainly yeah. no one getting arrested for it or cited for it yeah yeah i haven't heard you have of that to be a have liberal you? business if you're going to give anybody trouble usually. Yeah, but i don't see yeah. the police doing anything no, is what no. i'm saying yeah, like, I don't even yeah think the cops would an individual care. business yeah. might and that's fine that's their prerogative yeah. but like a uh i don't see anybody getting cited for yeah. it or, and that's really my point and so so we've been sort of relatively and so it really shows you how important local relationship is i had something this last week happen with sort of the side business i do where i had an issue with the utility department and there's just somebody I knew that worked there, and I called yeah. them, and they helped me out. They didn't shut down utilities at a place I needed them not to, and gave me a, a week. To, you Using know. too much power in your meth lab. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. But you know, like they just like if you yeah. not if I'd lived in even a bigger city like you know Birmingham, which is not a big metro city like that, like no chance that happens. Yeah, that, that it's no. a big cog. You're just a cog yeah. in the machine. There's no chance. You can get somebody that'll just go, yeah, yeah, we can, we'll put that off. Yeah, for really <laughs> survival of the fittest in the cities. Yep. And so this is amazing. Like we live in an amazing place, you know, for whatever criticism we want to give it. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many perks to this, and I think we need to do a better job of of supporting it. Totally agree. You know, mm-hmm. and that's I guess the white pill of this whole thing is yep. I do think it's all going to turn local, and we're even seeing now, even with the republic pretty much being dead now. Like locality is going to matter even more because the republic is dead, and I'm not even a conspiracy guy. Like, obviously there was some funny stuff that happened with the election. It doesn't matter, 
I mean, Biden's going to win. It's fine. Even yeah. your Tea Party people are saying at this point. Yeah, and like who, it doesn't. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I really don't care. Trump is not the so, great white hope. We've been critical of him plenty of times, and there's plenty of things like this vaccine that he's done wrong. I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think, and, think he's to blame for what we're going to talk for the about rush for the rush through. Yeah, but like, you can't trust the election anymore for sure. Like nobody's going to trust it. Which again, I view as a good thing. Because everybody's going to think... Which, to be clear, we didn't trust it before. Right. So Right. Yeah. But, but now the masses don't. One of the dozens of things we've correctly called this year. Yeah, that's true. Because if you can't... Gosh, it hurts to be right so much. By the way, I never got credit on my election prediction, that's which fair. was 100% spot on. It actually was. It was not 100% <laughs> spot on. I went back and listened to that. It was I 75%. In, right? yeah. It was very I'm vague. saying the cut okay. in. It was very it was, vague. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good prediction because it was vague enough to stay true. It was just like <laughs> our COVID predictions, yeah. which were basically saying things to the effect of this will affect your life, it which is what fortune virus, tellers yeah. do <laughs> in order to never be wrong, <laughs> you know? Uh, but no, you did, you did, you did nail it pretty much. Um, but anyway, it's a, well, the Republic is dead because you can't even, nobody can watch the votes get counted. So it's, it's dead. Which is good mm-hmm. by me. It's mm-hmm. it was dead before, and now people are just seeing the body on the street. And so the the locality of where you live is going to matter even more. Which again, I view as a good thing. Strategic relocation probably needs to be on a lot of people's agenda. Yeah. We're actually like you're saying we're we're blessed in this regard, but probably eighty percent of people aren't or ninety. Yeah, and it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be being in a monastery. It doesn't need to be the. No. Bened- it doesn't need to no. be the Benedict option because. What you need to do, and, and it doesn't need to be uh, you move somewhere. It needs to be where you are. You need to, f- like, local connections are important. It, you cannot replace decade-long uh, name recognition in a town. You can't replace it. And you need to do, if you don't already have it, you need to establish it for your grandchildren. Yeah. Wherever, wherever you. Now, I'm not saying if you're in Manhattan, like you should probably. There are some places that are DOA; they're dead on arrival. You need to get out, and you need to relocate. Now, where you should relocate is probably if you're living in Manhattan. It's probably because you relocated to Manhattan from some what you felt like was a podunk town, yeah, somewhere else in the Midwest or in the South, and you hated it and wanted to get out. That's probably where you need to go back to, yeah, because your family that you rejected probably <laughs> spent a lot of time building a good reputation in that town. And you thought you were too good for it. Yeah. And to to we have this in our generation yep. time yeah, you, and time yeah. again. We're I'm speaking specifically to millennials here because you see this with our, our age group. You think the for a long time the measure of success was being able to get out or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh for sure. And to, to get to the cities that had the most entertainment and the Soto Sopas of the town to <laughs> reference South Park, you know, the the uh, that had the Whole Foods and the the fine eateries and stuff. That's what you want. And the lofts. <laughs> yeah, the lofts at the lofts <laughs> at Kenny's at Soto Sopa. Uh and so those are the places that you probably need to consider returning to. Uh to your hometown yeah. in order to establish yourself. And then you need to change it. Like I even feel this way about the PCA. I'm very much back in the back in the uh stay and fight campaign oh. from the minority because uh I think that Far too often, we have given up on things that we don't need to give up on, I think. So in the same way that, like, I'm talking about people flying to, you know, with their flying out of their hometowns to Manhattan, we can't just fly to some other small denomination because whether it's the OPC 
or whatever else it is, you're you're not gonna like you're not gonna f- not have controversy. No, no matter what, there's no way around it. I've yet to be persuaded that that's even a, that would. I know that was just a yeah general. Well, that's general. what most people would consider. Most people would consider the OPC more conservative more, yeah. than the PCA, which that's I don't interesting. agree. But that's what people would consider. You'd agree with that, wouldn't you? No, I mean I'm saying you'd agree. That's what people consider. Yeah, they consider that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you you think that too. I'm anyway. All that to say, uh, yeah, there's a, well, I don't know if I, because that may get close to doxing us, so I don't know if I want to downgrade, get well, into that, but. I, I used to put a lot of pressure on myself uh, years ago where I would, about my own Christianity, where I would see people going on, like, becoming actual mi- missionaries um, or, or friends who would actually do these, what I felt at the time were just incredibly selfless things. And I would always think, like, I'm just working at where blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not doing much. And I had a really good friend of mine who um, his best advice was grow where you're planted. And I feel like that's very applicable to not just your spiritual life, but but what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Like, the town that you're in, like, grow where you're planted. Yeah, and, and I think it goes to... Just that reform world of you doing everything to the glory of God type yeah. thing, too. And it goes well. to the point we've talked about on here before, too, where... We've talked about kind of my new methods of persuasion I've tried to use mm-hmm. where I think that it's really important that we just sort of really put our beliefs out there, what mm-hmm. we think about things, put it mm-hmm. out there. Like, don't shy away from it. It's why I don't, I really don't care if anybody knows who we are anymore Yeah. for that same reason. And it's not about arguing with them. Yeah. It's just they need to understand and establish yeah. where, where you're coming from, not in a combative way, but that you just sort of say this is yeah. where I stand. I'm not going to I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you what I what I think. You can take it or leave it. It doesn't matter. That's definitely been my go-to lately. Where it seems to make, to make, to give you a lot more peace in your life as well. It does. And it's me. been way more effective. Yeah. yeah. For me it has because usually people respond uh, positively when they think you're authentic. Absolutely. Yep. Agree. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. It feels so good to not care. Yep. I wouldn't call it not caring, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I would call it I, not caring. <laughs> I I would agree. I would not say that it's that I don't care. It's actually that I it's probably actually that I care a little more than I did when I wasn't telling well, people because I would say not care about what you think about me anymore. Or or care if you mean like not care about the backlash that someone's gonna give you for what you Yeah, say like I don't I don't I don't think shame has the hold over me that I used to think it did. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or fear people, yeah. Yeah. Right, I do agree with that. I just think that um, the way I would put it is is kind of what I've said, is that it's just I'm not really trying to win arguments anymore Yeah, like I used to, sort of you know, beating your head against a wall where you think, you know, why won't you change? But in the same way, I was in those ways, I was almost sort of holding back from what I think about some things for the for the point of winning the argument, it's like, well, I can't let that out of the bag, or they'll yeah, never, yeah. they'll never listen to me about this. And so it's almost like we're trying to seek a seat at the table of respectability, as it's opposed. Inherent, to, it seems inherently sinful, at least. If you were, what I mean by that is, if you're, um, you're avoiding confrontation, but confrontation yeah. is at the heart of everything yeah. that the Christian should be doing. But it seems like American Christianity is. Is really based around trying to avoid conflict at all levels. You're seen as a loving and, you know, servant, humble leader, servant leader. Yeah. If you uh, don't speak your mind, spot your tongue. And niceness. Yeah, niceness. That's viewed a, as yeah. a virtue. Carefulness and niceness, like you said. Yeah, is viewed as a as a virtue where, 
we just don't see that anywhere. Whereas as kindness is, and you know, and there's a way mm-hmm. to be kind and not to be nice to people, especially when they're in sin. You know, like if I found out that one of you two had an affair, the last thing that I would be is nice to you. Yeah, yeah, and you should because be. I'm battling the evil in your like it would be my job to battle the evil in your life right and i would expect the same from you but you would be being very kind to me while you're being not nice because you have genuine love and concern for what's going on and it getting fixed right so that's the point so but you can't be nice in conflict you can't Mm -hmm. be nice in war right and and what we are in Constantly, not just now. I mean, now seems particularly, uh, you know, combative. But we're not just now. We're always in spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. yep. always battling other principalities. We're battling the machine elves constantly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, with that being the case, you can't be nice all the time. You can be kind, mm-hmm. and to your allies, you'll probably also be nice. But I said this in a room that you, at least you were in. I can't mm-hmm. remember if you were there or not, but like your hardest was there. But if people want to hate, I used to think that people would um, would go at me or go at you for things that were truth adjacent. So like I used to think, you know, people will attack me for being arrogant and they'll probably be a little bit right and I should watch myself and, and take their criticisms truthfully and, and not and, and be careful and not be arrogant and all that stuff. So yeah, I should try to not be arrogant, but that's not really how people attack you when they want to. They will outright lie. lie. Yeah, people will. I mean, I've experienced this. People will legitimately make stuff up that is not even truth adjacent. So why would you waste your time with those same people's criticisms that mm-hmm. are truth adjacent? Yeah, the people's criticisms I will consider are the people who do not lie about me. Right, mm-hmm. that's different. Yeah. And attack what you're actually saying, and right, and attack yeah. the the content of what I'm saying, yeah. not just what you know something else to the periphery. And that's kind of it goes. That's connected to what I've always said too. I really cared nothing about what people say. If you're it's, walking with the Lord properly, you have nothing to worry about. You know well, what I mean? I mean, you could slip up, and like you could you could be in sin in something that you're doing, mm-hmm. and there could be people that could legitimately give you pushback. Yeah, to that, but that pushback need not be considered from people who also will slander will outright yeah. slander you yeah. is my point the pushback will come from people like you two right right that's the people that the, would go the, okay the if, he, worth if he says yeah. it he's not going to slander me yeah so i should consider it mm-hmm. you know and, and so i used to think that every piece of criticism that somebody levies against you should be considered and try to sift through it and not saying that you should take all of it but you should at least consider all of it i don't think that anymore there are there are literally some people that I do not pay yep, attention to their absolutely. criticism anymore because what I've realized is that you will be like you're saying your hardest. We will be in conflict inherently. Yeah. And being in conflict is not a sign of being wrong. And I used to think that. Yeah. I used to think peace would come if I'm in God's will. Yeah, but the opposite. Is the <laughs> but the opposite is actually true. And I don't know why I thought that. I guess that's American yeah, evangelicalism. I think, I think it is. But that's really not the case because what I have figured out over the last year of my life is that, no, 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 people will actually lie, not even yeah. be truth adjacent. Yeah. They will lie about you when they but want the, to attack but the, you. But those, that is, a, I think it's a minority of people that are like that, and they're the it people is. that the apostle tells us to 
to Mark that cause division. Mark those that cause division among I, you. I think it's a minority apart. that intentionally lies, but I think there are a lot more people who just speak their mind without actually knowing the truth too. I would say the I would say the the people that we should actually take criticism from are actually the small minority. It's probably a bell curve. Okay. It's probably a bell curve of of kind of like the IQ one where the small minority of people that are close to you, that's who you should listen to. And then there's a mass amount of people who will will criticize you because of what they've heard and and, and they don't mean minority. anything. They they believe the lies. Yeah, and, and then there's a small minority that are funding the yeah, lies. Yeah, yeah, you know, like to yeah. sort of bridge what yeah, both yeah, y'all are yeah, saying yeah. is that like, it's, it. But again, you're gonna be in conflict. But there's different kinds of conflict. Yeah, like I, I mean, I know of people that are members, like you know, been members of the same church for 20 years, but won't speak to each other. Right. Like that kind of conflict is not biblical at all. No. Like you can't. That's not okay, and you should actually. I, I don't know how you could be a Christian and hold on to that kind of bitterness. At least the the Bible says you shouldn't. Yeah, and and it's stuff that sessions should be dealing with if they know about it. Um, but it's an understood reality in our churches, which is it, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And but yet we give the same speech before the Lord's Supper every time and never do anything about it. Yeah. And yet we say we fence the table. It's like you're not fencing the table. Yeah, most people don't know that that's what you mean when they say examine yourself. Usually they think. But that's talking about what you think about what communion is. It's actually about your. It's about conflict disunion, in the body. Conflict. In I mean, the that's church. what First Corinthians, the whole book, was mm-hmm. about. Was conflict in the in that body. And God, and you see that all throughout the Old Testament that God takes almost more seriously. Did we I talk about this on our communion episode? We might have, but God takes God takes horizontal sin almost more more grievously and than He does vertical sin in yeah. the Old Testament, at least. If you look at all the like the prophets when they're judging the nations, it's usually because of the way they've treated the orphans, the widows, and the lowliest, and the, the and judges that have ruled unfairly. Right, right, yeah, you're you're exactly right. Seems like you've uh, been reading specific theologians. <laughs> I can't. I don't even remember where I got that. But I, if it was from if it was from anybody, it would be from James Jordan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. This has been a very random conversation and not exactly where I've I thought we were going it. tonight. Yeah. I think it's enjoyable. We never I, got to vaccines. I don't know what you, we're going to title this episode. This has either. been We could get just talk wild. about the, the vaccines real quick toward the end and then put that as the title well, of the Well, actually to that point, because we've been talking about localities, and I actually was meaning to shoehorn that into the vaccine conversation because regardless of what you think about any vaccine, this vaccine or, or vaccinations in general, and we're I don't think any of us are like None of us are anti-vaxxers. the classic anti-vaxxers, yeah. but, the, but we might be against this vaccine. But regardless of that, I think all three of us are against... Uh, required vaccines for things like business and air travel for sure which is what's coming so you know you're going to have to have a vaccine card to travel Uh, you're going to have to have a vaccine card to buy from amazon you're going to have to have a vaccine card to get your universal basic income that's coming next to stay in your home and watch your porn and play your video games and we'll send you your food and your money and also get your vaccinations but these are the things another reason why localities are going to be so important because like if they're telling me that i can't fly by if I don't have my vaccine card, well, I mean that you've all you've done is incentivize me more, man. I mean that's yeah. great. I've been trying to get uh, away from taking family trips to Disney World. Now I've got an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I can't fly. But they won't let me. Yeah, they won't let me fly. Okay, guys, I would totally go with you <laughs> on this trip, 
but I can't. Mm-hmm. The airlines will not let me fly. I don't have my card, you know? So it's like, fine. It's like, it's the meme. Your terms are acceptable. Mm-hmm. You can't fly and you can't eat at my restaurant unless you have your vaccine card. Your terms are acceptable. Yeah. They are. That's fine. I'll take that all day long. Localities are going to be the key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have to take over our locality, by the way, which is something I want to talk about soon. I have some ideas okay. that I want to talk about. It's going to involve you moving, though, your hardest, but. Well, that's the plan anyways. Yeah. I'm just trying to be responsible, get a good down payment and all that. Yeah, no, no. I understand. I'm just saying we can make, we're going to be able to make it work. I got some ideas. Okay. But. I have been looking at like alternative housing and stuff. What do you mean by alternative? Like, like uh, tents? No, um, not I shouldn't say alternative housing. <laughs> alternative uh, alternative goes, ways. I will of drive building. my house off a cliff. <laughs> Just to, I don't know. There's some interesting uh, kind of the sort of the stuff we've talked about in the past. Have you seen that stuff in Auburn? Did we talk about that on the podcast? I think we did. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yes. That thing looks of, awesome. Yeah, that's the I kind of really stuff. wish that would be somehow the grottos get to with the, the with the with the uh, ponds that. That cool the house. No, I'm talking about the uh, the little the houses they make for like fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. Ah, no, there's I this seen that. there's this um, program at Auburn, and it's almost like a it's tied to the university, but it's got its own name. I can't remember what it yeah. is, but where they're they're design making studio, this, huh? The design studio, yeah, 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 yeah. something uh, like that. It's something like that. You're right. Anyway, you can look it up. They're like make like these twelve thousand dollar two bedroom one bath houses because they're they're doing something different with the foundations and stuff. I think it's kind of proprietary. Or I just didn't understand it. It's fascinating. And there's some of them that they kind of put two of them together for like $32,000 or $34,000 is all it costs to build it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a four-bedroom, two-bath house. It's like it's like 2,200 square feet. Mm-hmm. And it costs like $35,000 to build it all yeah. in. And the only holdback is, wait for it, government uh, neighborhood like Absolutely. zoning Zon- laws. Zoning laws That's the only thing deal. stopping it from getting it to the market. Mm-hmm. is the zoning laws are holding it back. So they're taking it to rural areas of low-income places where there are no zoning laws for what they're putting in there and, and, and basically building these people houses for free so they can you know run the test. And it's working like a dream, yeah. which is what I want to do is find some land, put up a few of these, and mm-hmm. live there. But yeah. And you could, air, you could even um, Airbnb them out. Whenever yeah, for sure, because uh, we can have our enemies pay for our lifestyle. <laughs> We can build cute little coffee shops and all this kind of stuff, and the the hipsters you can will come build from miles you can away build to nice c- little cabins, very cheap. Oh, yeah. Visit very visit cheap. the quaint you know yeah. rural yes. lifestyle of <laughs> the <Anonymist. laughs> and we can have them. Uh, we can have them. We can have our enemies fund our lives. Have Have I ever pointed out that Auburn? How many evil people have come from Auburn? Well, Tim Cook's one of them. Tim Cook. Who else? The guy who just got named like depart the uh, Homeland Security guy. Oh, really? Yeah, came from Auburn. Yeah. The, Biden's uh, guy you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the former, he, or maybe not a former, the guy, there's another guy maybe three or four, two or three years ago who got was like head of the NSA. I did not know that. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. That is. Well, it's not shocking though. It's not. It's not shocking. It's, it is. It is odd though. The, the most shocking thing that I've heard, and we're not going to go into any more detail about this. We're just going to leave it and move on and continue talking about something else uh, about the vaccine. The most shocking thing that I've heard within the last maybe my life, the entirety of my life, is the fact, not the conspiracy, that the theory of evolution literally came from demons. Oh, man. Yeah, that's very interesting. Just Charles Google it. Yeah. So anyway, so the vaccine thing, what are you guys going to do? Forge papers. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's I, a... I, I just, yeah, I'm so not going to take it. It's an mRNA vaccine, which 
one thing that is positive about that is that they don't have to use aborted fetuses for this vaccine. Well, that's a plus. The man. mRNA. Uh, so, and I have no problem with mRNA vaccines given time. Yeah. No, I just don't want to take something that hasn't been trial run. Yeah. yeah. Especially for something that it's not going to kill me. Like this is yeah. not this is not like the, the measles yeah. or something. I mean, this is nothing that's going to actually. If you if you notice every news report that talks about this does the uh, truthful but not. Uh, they're factual, factual, but not truthful. Factual, but not truthful. They all talk about how uh, every Pfizer, all these people have not skipped any of the safeguards, which is factual. What's not truthful is the fact that early on we were told 18 months minimum. Yeah. At minimum, you're going to need to make sure that this thing does not hurt somebody in the long run. Also, many people have died during these trials. Yeah. <laughs> many people. And, of course, they're covering it up to say there were, like, COVID deaths or something. So, like, maybe that's true. I don't know. But that's why we need a year and a half, typically, minimum, yeah. Yeah. to see these things is because, I mean, that could be true, right? Like, maybe yeah. it is all not from the vaccine. But we don't actually know yeah. because we're not giving it time. In the past, we've had just take the vaccine. <laughs> just take just take the vaccine. It's just a vaccine. It's just a vaccine. It's just the vaccine. In the past, we've had people who took vaccines for random rubella or whatever it was, and everything was fine. And then three years later, they just dropped dead. And yeah, it was something in the vaccine like that killed them. The people, the NH, there are like six thousand NHS workers in England. So, uh, you know medical workers in England that are still in a lawsuit right now for the swine flu vaccine that made them all narcoleptics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that it, it used to be left-wing... They're all just falling asleep left and right. Yeah. It used to just be left-wing hippies that were anti-vaxxers, but... Now it's conservatives. Now it's conservatives. <laughs> we've made full circle. Uh, and the conservatives are having fun. It used to be the left-wing hippies that were having mm -hmm. fun, and now yeah. they're they're the miserable people it's on the It's the planet. new punk rock. Yeah, that's right. Being Christian is the new punk rock. Yes, it is. I mean, being biblical being is post mill. Yeah, that's that's always been punk rock, <laughs> but just now, generally, being Christian is is punk rock. But uh, yeah, it's it. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It, it's it's legitimately crazy. I'm working on a blog post that I'm I'm still working on that I really want to post because it's I'll I'll give it a little I'll give it a little trial run here. Uh, which is basically that the one of the most fascinating things about this is how COVID has been used. I don't think this has necessarily been some grand plan, like COVID was part of the plan, but I certainly think that COVID has been used as a, te a litmus test for our compliance, as a stress test mm -hmm. for how compliant the public will be. And I have been legitimately shocked at how compliant yeah. everybody has been to, um, again, None of the, nothing that has been passed down to us, lockdowns, mass mandates, the vaccine, none of this stuff has been through Congress in no. any state Congress or in any uh, federal Congress. Mm -hmm. It's all been through executive order from mm -hmm. governors and presidents. So none of this, everything about this has been anti-democratic and, and anti, yeah, and anti-republic, <laughs> right? So... That part's been fascinating to me, how much people have just been okay with it. And the other thing that's been fascinating and probably the most important piece of this is how easily they have gotten everybody's neighbors to tell on them. Yep. Yeah. You know, so the, fav the famous thing from the Soviet Union is that they, they literally had children trained to tell on their parents. And even Stalin viewed that as disgusting. Gene? Huh? <laughs> even uh, 
even you know Joseph Stalin viewed that as disgusting. I mean, he still wanted to train them that, but there's a story, famous story of a kid who, I think, I'm pretty sure it's true too. It wasn't just a myth, but like a kid who like told on his parents, they executed his parents, and walking away, Stalin said, "This is to, that that child is the pig," for telling on his parents. <laughs> yeah. Like he couldn't even believe yeah. how effective it was that they got the kid to tell on his parents for on the and then they ex, you know they like either imprisoned or executed their parents i don't remember but he like called the child a pig as he walked away disgusted and but that's the key in a big overreach like this is in in getting compliance you like they're never going to be able to get it done through police or the army it's always going to have to be through people turning them in it's the same it's like everybody is Anne frank's neighbor know all your enemies (laughs) yeah that's exactly right everybody is the people who told on it. I mean, that's the only reason Anne Frank got caught is because they got ratted out yeah. by a neighbor. And that's, everybody is Anne Frank's neighbor. Every Romans 13 Christian out there listening, they are Anne Frank's neighbor. Okay. Oh, are you talking about, yeah, yeah. They are Anne Frank's neighbor. Like, it's very easy <laughs> for me to get like, you. I love how you call Romans 13 Christian. <laughs> that's pretty funny. They're, they, well, everybody who just automatically uses <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. anytime <laughs> you do anything that's anti-government, they go, hey, Romans 13, bro. Yeah. Okay, so you would be a Nuremberg... <laughs> Yeah. Jailer? Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Would you work at Auschwitz just yes, to follow prob- orders? Probably the, they probably. would. Yeah, they would. They absolutely would. It, t- it would take me five seconds in a debate to show you by your logic that you would have been one of the prison guards at Auschwitz. This yeah. is not that hard. I might be well, getting they too prove, they, No, they proved, they proved yeah. that. But what was the experiments that were done in the 60s and 70s where they would put someone up to a... You know, behind a plexiglass thing would yeah. electrocute them. Yeah. The person thought that they were being electrocuted, but yeah. And th- well, look at me. Uh, all of the people that participated in the experiment pressed the button to shock. It's a normal yeah. thing yeah. of human. This the Stanford, Stanford prison prison experiment. Yeah, Stanford yeah, yeah. prison. Is that what you're talking about? I think I the am. Same but thing. Maybe I didn't not. know that they did the. No, no. I'm thinking he's talking about something different. Yeah, this guy actually participated in the Nuremberg, uh, um, yeah. like trials, and then afterward, like he was so perplexed at how these men did it. That he did an experiment. That's right. I love that we all knew what the Stanford prison experiment was. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've it's heard It's not of many that. times yeah. I'll get together with three people and we all just <laughs> know these random these random things like this. Yeah, that's the that's the classic you know so, sort of psychological uh, study that was done to prove yeah. that you know people when given this opportunity for whatever reason we choose to be mean to yeah. our people who were our neighbors. Yeah. The day before, when, when we're given a little bit of power, we abuse it. And that's basically what all the Karens have been given through these mass mandates, is they've been given the power to tattle on their neighbors for not being a good citizen. See, that's the way they phrase it. And that's why the part of the, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, stuff, the part, of the, the part of the propaganda that was so important was the part where they had to make it clear that wearing a mask has nothing to do with protecting yourself. Yeah. It, you're protecting others. And that was the key because by making that the the focal point of the conversation, that gave everybody else the authority to rat you out because if it was just you wear one, then it's all on the personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. But they made it clear through their propaganda that even if you wear one, but the person who's talking to you is not it's not going to stop the virus. Yeah. You're going to get it from them. They have to wear one too, or else you might as well not even wear one. Yeah. So you see how powerful that is. And and people bought that hook, line, and sinker. I mean, I've heard that recited over and over again. My mask is to protect you, not to protect, not to protect me. Mm-hmm. I've heard that so many times. So many martyrs. So, so many people, when you show them, when you show them that ma- the mask don't work, that's the first thing that they say. Well, I'll just wear it to other people, yeah. for other people. Yeah, sure these are apparently sure only one-way pieces of cloth. Yeah. 
<laughs> so and it doesn't like none of this matters if it even makes sense or not. The the whole mass thing doesn't matter. The point is is that let's say that it does work. Let's say it a hundred percent does work. I'm not going to run around with a cloth over my face. Well, not even that, but I'm not going to run around and make other people do it. Even if I think that it's the best decision. Yeah. Because by that same logic, we should be blowing up abortion clinics and nobody is in favor of that. Okay. Because that means we should be doing whatever it takes to stop abortion. Right. Yeah. Because we should that what you're saying, if people say, no, 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 you do have to wear it. It's an emergency to stop death. So we should do whatever it takes. That means putting you in jail or fining you for not wearing one. Well, even if I thought that was true, just like I do with abortion, I'm not in favor of doing something that God says is wrong yeah. to to get it done. And that's the same thing with abortion. Like as much as I am obviously vehemently against abortion, vengeance is God's. We that's right. Vengeance is God's. We have to be patient and trust that the we have to try to do it the right way and have faith that the Lord will do things in his timing and take care of things the way that he wants to. And it's the same thing with these masks. So even if I believe them, you cannot go around forcing things on other people. You can't require masks in your church. You can't require vaccination cards in your church. That could very well be coming. I mean, I could see this being the case months from now where if you come churches, church, you know, yeah. if you're coming to church, it's like, well, you can't come unless you've got your vaccinations up to date. And we as a church <laughs> cannot do that. I mean, I'm, you, I know, I believe it. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's just that I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. I know that sounds crazy now, I'm but we not have gonna not go, been wrong so far. I'm not going to go along with that. You no. Know, the mask, you know. that's But it's the it, same thing. I know it is, but. No, it's the, the same thing. The, Don't the do it. The vaccination cards actually seem like the least far-fetched Vaccinations would make predicted. more. To me, vaccinations would be more logical than. The vaccination cards more logical than know, the mask. But, but but to see this, because that was the that was the gold post that you said at the beginning was. They're going to make us, you know, take the vaccines eventually. You I know, know if they make us wear masks. I said that <laughs> yeah. months ago. I mean, I said that like in April. Yeah, you did. And they are going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's obvious that's what they're going to do. At the very beginning of this but whole there's gonna thing. There's going to be massive pushback, though, I think. No, there's not. You don't think? No. Look, there's not. If you would have said, if okay, in March. No, I guess I shouldn't say massive pushback, but there are definitely going to be a lot of conservative people that just say that they're not going to take the vaccine. I don't think so. Okay. I thought there'd be a lot of conservative people. I mean, there's going to be there's some. There's a lot of people walking around with no mask on, at least here anyways. I don't think so. In not the, not, okay. not just, it's the bell curve. Okay. It's the bell curve. Your biggest yeah. rednecks are, and then I think your most intelligent people. <laughs> it's, the, it's the bell curve meme. But I think the 80% of midwits are wearing are wearing them, don't you? Oh, no. Well, yeah. It, it is strange, dude. But I do see a good bit of people it, it every time I go out. But it, don't you, think, it, don't you yes. think it's 80-20? Yes. <laughs> I think it's 80 mask and 20. The, I mean, people, the people I see in the store besides me that aren't wearing the mask are usually toothless. And, that's yeah, what I'm saying. The rebel flag hat. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. they're they're like, I've seen guys wearing suits. Like, they look super professional and yes. really yeah, intelligent. It and really just, is that They mean. look like they go it's to amazing. the gym. They look yes. like they work out and yes. they are not wearing a mask. Yes. Like, that's what I'm saying is that it's the... It's the 80-20, and I think that's going to be the same thing with the with the vaccine. It's going to be eighty percent are going to. It's just a. It's just a vaccine. It's just a vaccine. They're so. They're so. Why would you not take it? It's just a shot. Yeah. It's just a vaccine. Why would you not take it? You're not taking it for you. You're taking it to be a part of the herd immunity. By you taking it, it gets us to the seventy five percent we need. If you don't take it, you're hurting society. 
You're not loving your neighbor. I've already heard these arguments. You're not spreading the gospel. You hear this. It's Mm -hmm. all going to be the same arguments. At the very beginning of this thing, when we were having conversations uh, at my church about this, at our church about this, not mine, at our church about this, the thing that I tried to make clear that I wanted to have a discussion about was, okay, we're talking about all these restrictions with spacing and masks and all this kind of stuff. What are we going to do and all this kind of stuff? I asked the question. I said, what will be our metric for when we would go back to like we were in January? Okay. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I mean, we don't know what the world's going to look like. We can't make that. But what I was trying to get them to understand is that this is very important to discuss. Okay. Are we talking about is it totally eradicated before we go back to normal? Is it that? nobody's sick anymore is it that there's no cases like zero cases is it that that you see what i'm saying is it a vaccine like we have to decide because if we don't the goalposts are always always gonna move and they have always moved so we got better there are no cases and then the cases so we but we kept the mask mandate because we had to keep it going because it's it's the masks have worked they've kept it down and if we got it i mean we heard our governor say this governor meemaw was saying we got to keep the mask because they've worked because cases are down now the mask mandates have stayed cases are back up nothing's changed over the last two or three months except the cases have gone way way back up and the reason now we have to keep the masks and consider lockdowns again is because they're back up. Well, I thought they were working. Are they working or not working? You see, the goalposts are moving constantly. Okay? And so that's why those conversations are important, and that's why it's going to matter about them. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy. No, we don't have the authority, in my opinion, as a church to require people to wear masks. We don't. We are not their health advisors. But that we was provide pe- the sacraments and the word. That's what we do as a church. That's it. That's it. We're not their health advisors. We don't tell them, no, you shouldn't come because you're in a risk category. Yeah. Come if you want to. That's up to yep. you. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you not to come to worship. If you're 85 years old and you don't know how many worship services you have left yep. and you yeah. want to come instead of sitting in it your may home be more important and you know you, you might die, then come. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you not yeah. to. And that's why it matters now because this is going to continue to be the same. It's just a vaccine. It's just UBI. It's just this. It's just that. It's going to constantly just be this thing. I will say this to Gearhardt's point. I, I, there, Sorry, I got really... No, no, no. I, I, think, I think you're right. Really yelly. But I do think that there is reason for a little bit of optimism because there are people who really truly believe two weeks to flatten the curve was a real thing, and they no longer believe that. But I think that there are more people as this year has gone on who suddenly see these things and realize moving goalposts are a real phenomenon. Maybe it's not a huge percentage, but I think that I think that it is. Increasing. I just don't see it happening. I know I live in Meth Lab Alley, but not a lot of people wear masks. <laughs> but still. <laughs> I'm just saying when I go to a store, yeah, yeah. there's way more people wearing a mask now yeah. than there were in May. Yeah. Way more. Yeah, probably. It's not even close. I mean, we, I'm, I'm telling you. It probably, there probably is a d- dynamic for where you guys It's are funny because I, I remember. No, I'm talking about like Lowe's. I'm talking okay. about, we've, we've commented on the podcast. Like I went into like in May. I remember coming. Oh, yeah. No I went into Lowe's and there's nobody wearing them. Oh, yeah, you're right. Now you yeah. go and everybody is. That, that's true. I'm talking. That's true. There's, I can count on one hand how many people in that store aren't. And that didn't used to be the case. I'm telling you, that started, but whenever cases go up, people, when given the opportunity to be controversial or not, are always going to take the easy road. Mm-hmm. And the same thing's going to be with this vaccine. They are yeah. not going to take the hard way. They are not going to be outcasts. They're not going to be pariahs. 
I, I had it. I know we just keep. I going. mean, I agree with you. The vaccine but, yeah. is a step further yes. than a mask for sure. But anecdotally, this is kind of a. I was talking to a friend who's kind of, I would say, a moderate, like a Marco Rubio Republican, like the worst kind, you know. <laughs> and they were saying <laughs> the worst I, I showed, kind is John I, McCain. I, I showed a video. I don't know if you guys saw this because it could have been a spoof. I don't know. This guy's standing in like a Walmart or a Lowe's, and he's not wearing a mask. And then a guy comes up from behind him and dumps cold water on his head for not wearing the mask. I got like a whole cooler full no. of cold water over him. And the whole and everybody just watches. And then the guy's like, "You should have put the mask on. You should have put the mask on." Well, I showed that to my friend, and he goes, "Oh, that's terrible that the guy poured water on him." But I mean, why didn't he just wear the mask? Right. So like, that's the normie position. Why not just? Why not just take the vaccine? Just take it. Yeah. So we will not be taking it, or else <laughs> I want. No, I mean, and that's the thing. We've we've kind of had some give and take on a lot of this kind of stuff, like we said with masks. Like, if you could custom fit an N95, sure, that's that would probably. But help. it still shouldn't be mandated. No, it shouldn't be mandated, but it would probably help. I, I would take a vaccine, but I'm not going to take a vaccine that hasn't had the proper testing time period. Right. It's just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not anti-vax at all. I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take any vaccine for something that's not going to kill me. No, no. And also, it just doesn't help that you're forcing me to do it. I mean, that kind of. Yeah, for sure. I don't like uh, being well, told. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. That, that well, they no they can't. They don't have the authority. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the way they're they're going to use the corporations that they're in the that they're in bed with to get it done, though, they're not going to mandate it by law. They're going to make it practically impossible for you to live your life without it. That's their goal. This is why money not getting totally digitalized is very important. So are we predicting, at least um, I think, the mask or the, excuse me, forced vaccines are going to be a thing? Are we agreeing? Not not, not politically, let's say. Let's say uh, there's going to be heavy pressure from society to get masks, and uh, it's going to cause a stir probably in the church. Um. I th- I don't think that forced. Do you think you're saying forced not, vaccines not, in the church or in no, the government? I'm saying I could see a lot of churches having church conflict over this issue. Yeah, the church is definitely going to have conflict over this issue. Like I'm saying, for, from for what masks have been, this is going to be at least that bad, if not worse. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's going to mm-hmm. be con- it's going to be conflict for sure. Yeah. Have Have we ever seen? A word go from a slur to something to be proud of quicker than Karen. <laughs> is is some Karen? Is that a good thing to be? Proud it of seems now? like it is now. I mean, everybody wants to be a Karen. It's very strange. It was a slur nine months ago. Yeah, well, it's still a slur. It just doesn't stop people from doing it, even though it's a slur, though. Typically, a lot yeah, of the I people that are using Karens are the Karens. Like it's boomers funny. don't stop being boomers just because you yeah. say "okay, boomer." You know, they're still doing their thing. I just think, I think, man, if only. I think that people who are Karens are fine with being called Karens. I don't think they were nine months ago. Well, that could be true. Yeah, hmm. that could be true. Anyways, right. well, guess that's it. What are we doing for Song of the Week? <laughs> That's the intro. <laughs> no, if you can't tell, we changed the format this week. We're just going with uh, one long format. Classic. This is classic uneducated yeah, guests. Like the, nice. like the good old days. Yeah. Classic uneducated guests. We're coming up on a year here pretty soon. Season two, getting ready to start. <laughs> we need to look. 
uh, going for six seasons in a movie. Uh, we need to we need to look and see when our actual first episode was. Yeah. So we can make sure to celebrate one year. We've got some stuff in the works though coming up soon this Again. month and in the next month or two. We're trying to step up our podcast game. Well, we're going to step down first in the next few weeks mm-hmm. uh, by it, yeah. you know doing some podcast stuff with people that are really kind of below <laughs> us. But we'll we're, we're trying to help them out. Trying to help them out, and at so, least whiskey budget wise. And then we're gonna, and then maybe step it up a little bit. Try to find, try to get some guests on the show. Uh, try to, try to talk about some more controversial subjects, but get it. Uh, again, we're not being controversial for the sake of it. It just seems like when yeah. you are trying to be truthful in this age, you are going to be controversial, and so uh, we're we're comfortable with that. Which is, it doesn't mean we like being controversial, but that will be the criticism. But that's okay. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be I on our, our, our Viking Christianity. Uh, I guess you could call it masculine Christianity. <laughs> I don't know Viking where you're going Christianity. with that. I think we needed to come up with a term for this rising. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right in the in the reformed world. Yeah. Other like, than biblical patriarchy, I don't want to call like them the reformed alt right because of all of its horrible yeah. connotations with the alt right. Maybe reformed new right, but People I mean something the, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ref, the reformed new right would be okay, but I want it to be a little more catchy. I'm I'm yeah. working on it. We'll take suggestions from the people out there, but we're trying to come up with with something something new that will help. I think it'll help the movement. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, all right, fellas, I enjoyed it. So good to be back. It we're is. gonna try to be more consistent. Let's it make is. a pact in front of everybody right now that we're going to be more I consistent. I think two of us are okay with the consistency. <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay with the consistency. No, you're not okay with the... Con- you don't want to do it every week? Yeah. No, I want to. I'm saying I'm not okay with our current consistency. Gotcha. I About think you and I are, okay, it, yeah. are okay with doing it weekly. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think... Just to call yeah. them out. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm good. We'll uh, see. We'll record again next Friday. We'll see. Uh, I think last week was the only time that I can think of. Next Saturday. Saturday. Next Saturday. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> Not for me. Friday, not for me. But yes, soon. Uh, or anytime. We just got to get more consistent. We will. We apologize. The people have just been pining for it. I've been getting messages just no. constantly about our absence. So, uh, But we're back. You're welcome. We'll see you all next week. See you guys. We know, we know we got it. We know, we know we got it. We know, we know we got it. We know.